Hey, this is Rihanna Ashley from RihannaAshley.com. Interesting today, author and actress Joan Julia Buck. Hey, Joan, how are you? I've got a cold, so if I sound a little slow, you'll forgive me. <laughs> no problem. It's a good... Oh, good. Thank you so much for allowing me to interview today, and congrats on your new book, The Path of Illusion. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Now, in your new book, you said that growing up, your top status is everything. So when you became the chief editor of Paris Vogue, you know, the first American female to hold that title, did you feel that was a dream come true? Well, um, yes and no. I mean, it was a dream from when I was a teenager, but I wasn't a teenager anymore. But it was, it was, um, so it was a really interesting thing to do, but the dream come true, it was, it was my teenage dream come true. Well, it's understandable, you know, having that title as the first American to ever edit in Vogue after me. You also grew up with a glamorous lifestyle, so was yes. the high fashion world a whole new experience for you? Not really, because in the book there is a whole chapter where, oh, there are many chapters where I describe my friendship with Karl Lagerfeld, um, Yves Saint Laurent, Pierre Berger, Antonio Lopez, the great illustrator, Hélène Rochas, the, the iconic figure of 40s and 50s and 60s Paris fashion, who was an older lady by the time I knew her, Inès de la Fressange, who was, is, was, Chanel's muse and is, you know, Inez de Lefersange, one of the most stylish and cool people in France. And all of these people are in the book before I get to French Vogue. And when I get to Paris Vogue, I'm too busy to see any of them. <laughs> so you're, that's, you're so lucky. That's, that's where the book is really funny because all the really glamorous stuff comes before. And so it's, it, it's kind of shocking. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Because I saw that you all put in your book that you, know, that you can read someone off their clothing. And that's one thing I wanted to ask you. So what's one thing you look for to learn about someone? Um, I don't make judgments. I said that, um, like... Like French women judge you by your shoes. I'm not like that. So I don't, but something will tell me something. Like, um, I don't know, if somebody has a ring made out of drinking straw, I'll know they were in a bar last night and a guy made her a ring out of a drinking straw. Um, if somebody has, um, expensive clothes that no, that don't fit them, I'll know that they're in a hurry. <laughs> so when I saw it, now that I know you don't do judgment, but that's still something, you know, really cool that you picked up on, you know, in the fashion world. Well, like if somebody's wearing low-heeled shoes, low-heeled sandals, and they have a little nick on the top of their foot, it's probably because they were wearing really high heels with straps in front that hurt them yesterday. <laughs> more like detective work uh -huh. or you know if, if somebody's wearing it used to be that if you wore a black bra with the white blouse you were slutty and then it became you were artistic I don't know what it is today can you tell me what it is today oh gosh today is so different 
especially, I feel like the fashion world is different too. You know, back then how it was. And I don't know how it is and like behind closed doors, you know, until I read your book. But it's a little bit difficult now. Now it's more, you know, they're showing more body. <laughs> I don't know, it's a little bit more different. Social media like, kind of took over everything. You know? Yeah, but the clothes are really ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody should be required to wear a transparent dress. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. No age, no weight, no size. Nobody. Yeah, not allowed. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not with that either. <laughs> also, at what point did you start to think Vogue was your poison? Only when I went to rehab. And that's my other question behind that, too, because, you know, I read that you went to rehab, but you didn't have a substance abuse problem. No, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. That's why when I read that, I was like, but you didn't have one. So when you went to rehab and you realized, you know, Vogue was your poison, you know, what else did you take away from your experience there? Well, um, a whole lot of amazing encounters and experiences that I would never have had anywhere else in my life. And that's why um, the thing that happened between me and the, this miner's wife from Morency. Um, I hung out with really hardcore people. I, I took a lot away, but the main thing was that I was addicted to the illusion created by Vogue. Definitely. And, you know, with that, you know, being your illusion going on, you know, you did mention that uh, a dozen of famous people in your book, what stood out the most is that you said, you know, your uncle Don, he never pretended, you know, he was one of the real people in your family. You know, right. did you... You know, did you look up to him growing up in your lifestyle or wasn't it until you got older you realized how healthy that was? I looked up to him from my childhood on because he was really solid. And he was also really funny because people who aren't pretending tend to have more humor than people who are pretending who have actually no humor at all. Have you noticed that? Yeah, when people definitely. are pretending something, they're not funny, they have no sense of humor. They don't. And humor don't. only comes from being real. And humor and kindness are the two most important things for me. And I'm glad you said that it is because, you know, your father used to always say that the key to success was the perception of success. Mm -hmm. You know, until this day, he is still correct. And we see that a lot happening in social media. You know, do you think this will ever change? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever know because people pretend. So that's, you know, that was a trick question. That's true. We won't, we won't know. You know, but you know what, Joe? I really do enjoy your story. Again, oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Definitely. And, you know, I feel honored to talk to you, even though... It may well, have been your poison and everything. You know, you are the first American to ever edit in Vogue. Um, Here's Vogue and, and the first person to say, maybe fashion has no clothes. <laughs> that maybe fashion <laughs> has no clothes. Okay. No, so that, that's what's really going on now. And thank you very much. The book definitely. is um, a roadmap to every disaster you encounter when you set off on the path of illusion. Definitely, definitely. And so, for all my comic book fans, you know, I did spot you on Supergirl. I have to put that out there. <laughs> uh -huh, <laughs> Excellent good. job. 
So that was so definitely fun. get her book because that's who it is. <laughs> that's really fun. And do you know, I even did a comic book version of French Vogue. Really? What's it called? I love comics. It's Paris Vogue, but it's the July 1995 issue was done with comic books and manga and nothing but illustrations. Okay, I'm definitely going to look into that. All right, and there you have it. So if you guys enjoyed this interview, please don't forget to purchase Joan's new book, The Prize of Illusion. That's available at Barnes & Noble, Google Play Books, and also Amazon. And this is Rihanna Ashley from RihannaAshley.com. Yes. Fashion has no clothes, okay? Definitely. Fashion has no clothes, people, so... Don't bother buying the next thing. (laughs) Bye. All right, bye. Bye.